You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and, of course, our good friends over at the Glebe Central Pub. Guys, the Glebe Central Pub is your neighborhood pub in the heart of Glebe. Great people, great food, tasty drinks. Check them out at 779 Bank Street and let them know that the Locked On Senators podcast sent you. I'm Brandon Piller alongside my good pal at Leams Martian Martian. The Ottawa Senators finally get a win, a 2-1 win over the New York Islanders at home. How are we feeling after this one, buddy? Pilsy, we're feeling pretty good. And considering, you know, there's a major storm rolling in here in Ottawa right now, and I'm sure you're, you're seeing a little bit of this snow coming up through Collingwood. Yep. But that's not the storm I'm talking about, baby. I'm talking Ooh. about Hurricane Ridley. He <laughs> came in. He came in like a like a rocket ship tonight, and I don't even know. I, I almost want to jump right into it, Pilsy, but uh, what a debut for the kid here and a great win for the team too. Yeah, I think there was high expectations for Ridley Gregg, uh, and he certainly did not disappoint. But we'll get into that as we always do. Let's go through the scoring summary of this game. Only three goals in this game as the Sens win 2-1, to one, but it was still was an exciting game nonetheless. And... It started off with Claude Giroux, who I mentioned in today's episode, uh, Martian. He has his most points up against any team in the league in the New York Islanders with 70 points up against them. So it's only fitting that he gets things uh, started early. And Eric, yes, positive Pilsy is back, at least for tonight. Let's, uh, I mean, uh, pessimistic Pilsy is peeking (laughs) around the corner with this Ottawa Senators team. But screw the tankathon. We're not doing a spin tonight. None of that funny business. Ridley Gregg is an Ottawa Senator. Hashtag playoffs? Uh, Maybe a bit of a stretch there, Eric. But I love the positivity. That's for sure. So as I was mentioning, Claude Giroux, big time dominating player up against the New York Islanders. He is a slap shot from the point and it gets blocked. Pinto whacks at it and goes in. And Martian, I know uh, you had a couple shekels at our over at our friends at FanDuel at their sports book. Mm-hmm. Check them out. The new sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. You were kind of convinced that that should have been Jeru's goal. Now, is that just uh, thinking with your wallet or is that thinking uh, clearly here? Yeah, that was more definitely thinking with my wallet on that That's one, okay. I think, Pilsy. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Shane Pinto did get a stick on that one. Um, that that Claude Giroux point shot, though, like we know he likes to bounce pucks in, and it, it did kind of bounce right at that, that time where Pinto's stick would have made contact. It was hard. I was trying to slow it down just to make sure, like, maybe they will change this one. But I think Pinto did end up kind of putting that in on his backhand there and just change it. Or give it a little, little bit more acceleration, I think, uh, just to kind of fool the goalie on that one. So we'll give him credit this time. But yes, I did have $10 on, on Claude Giroux to score that first goal because I was predicting that little chemistry between him and Ridley Gregg tonight. Because yep. I, I think, you know, Claude was, was you know, had that little extra gear tonight because I think that he knew his little buddy there that has been watching him his whole career was, was really excited for this one. So he kind of gave the whole team an extra pop, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Ridley Gregg did boost this team that's been in a bit of a slump lately. And the Sens score first for the first time in five games. Their last time doing that was up against the Arizona Coyotes. So it's nice that they don't have to chase things here, Martian, as they get the one nothing lead. And that, I mean, technically was a power play goal, but it's just seconds after the power play ends. That unit's still out there. So you'll love to see that from the Ottawa Senators. And that's how the first period ends. But 
it almost didn't end uh, 1-0 Martian as J.G. Pajot was uh. milliseconds off <laughs> from tying this one up. I mean, I could tell right away it was too late, but with the replay, that was pretty close, eh? Yeah, it was closer than it seemed because it, yeah. like, I was just like, oh, that's classic Pajot just taking the dirty rat shot a little bit late there. But yeah, it was closer than you thought. Um, it was close it, enough that like nobody got upset for him for taking it, the shot after it, a whistle or anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. So I mean, we, we'll let it, we'll let it pass. We'll let it slide this time, JG. Um, but you're coming up on your your term of of uh, you know us giving you passes. I think uh, things are changing around here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully things are changing for the better and they stay positive for the Ottawa Senators as the Islanders they get a delay of penalty uh, in the second period here and. Ridley Gregg, he gets a shot out front. The rebound goes to Claude Giroux, and he shoots it in from the face-off dot. That makes it 2 nothing Ottawa Senators. This was a storybook uh, uh, kind of part of this game, eh, Martian? Like, Ridley Gregg, we all know the stories. He grew up um, a Philadelphia Flyers fan. His dad was a scout for them. He loved Claude Giroux. He even he talked about it. orange, he He said. loves the Flyers, and if you're going to love the Flyers... Obviously, you're going to love their longtime captain in Giroux. And he said it in his um, presser before the game a little while ago that that was his idol. To play on a line with him is just an absolute treat. Not only does he get to play on a line with him five on five, but on the power play as well. And this is what Ridley Gregg does. I think a lot of people that haven't been following him in Belleville or in the WHL or maybe just only had a chance to see him in the World Juniors, he is such a creator of chaos. That's a perfect way to describe him. Whether he's playing physical or what, he had eight shots on goal in his NHL <laughs> debut, and one of them leads to a goal. Martian, how are you feeling after that goal? I was so fired up. Yeah, I mean, you said it was, it was very much like, oh, the hockey gods definitely exist. You know, like when you have a, a, a younger player playing with a veteran guy who, who was somebody he looked up to, and they get this opportunity, and he takes that shot and gets a primary assist for his first NHL point on his, basically, I mean, other than, he mentioned Mike Richards as well as another guy who we looked up to, but Flyers legends, and Claude Giroux ends up being the one who scores the goal to finish off his first NHL point. That's some good stuff right there, Pilsy, and that's the kind of positivity we need to cling on to out here. <laughs> Positive Pilsy was all over that one, that's for sure. And that's the thing, like, you got to understand for these guys going through the grind of an 82 game season when things aren't going your way. Sometimes you just need a fresh face, some young blood in there to boost things up. And I really think you mentioned it earlier, but it deserves repeating that Ridley Gregg was a spark plug for this lineup. And uh, the new lines were Batherson's down on the third line. Joseph's playing up front. So they just needed something to change things up. And I, I thought having Ridley Gregg come up here really did a good job of giving this team a boost. And it wasn't like his night was over there, Martian. Like, he was on a two-on-one with the Brinkett a little while ago, uh, a little after. He almost gets a chance there. He had an amazing defensive play. I forget when that was, but he dives in the middle of the ice to break up a two-on-one with a stick. Like, this kid was doing it all. Yeah, I think I think the player you're talking about was was one of his first shifts. I think it was his yeah, second it was shift in the game. His first shift was a pretty quiet shift. They ended up, ended up spending a little bit of time in the defensive zone, 
But after that, he was rolling. And, and the play you're talking about was he was the last man back on that two-on-one, and he ends up sliding down and breaking up that play. And, and that was just kind of like, you know, we're talking about his offensive side of his game, but I think his defensive side of his game actually looked really nice as well. And that's a super encouraging thing for us as fans watching a guy who's making his NHL debut I mean, I, I really am interested to hear what DJ Smith's comments are going to be on that because I know we recently had a coach, Daryl Sutter, talking about that Jacob Peltier kid's you know, debut and, and the yeah. way he reacted in that media was just ridiculous, right? And, I mean, DJ Smith isn't going to do this kid like that. That was just a, a really nice debut. And we talk about a guy just wanting – like, I just wanted him to look good, like, in place. But, like, he ended up being – and if we're going to go there right now, if we're going to go right into the standouts, Pelzi, like he was, my son. he was, my son. He's, he's the Sun Central standout for sure. Easy, low hanging fruit, right? Like this guy, eight shots on goal, Pilsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's insane. Yeah. And uh, of course, them trusting with the power play time and, and the, you know, just getting the spotlight with the, with the goal that, that came from Drew that he assisted on. Everything about this game for him was just super encouraging and a really, really nice debut. And he played almost 14 minutes, right? Um, that's that's not like, you know, he's playing only six minutes or whatever it is in his debut. Like, you know, he's out there. Um, so it was really nice to see. And and we don't see very many low-scoring games like this in, in the, for the Sens, right, lately especially. Um, so it's nice to see them just hold the other team to one goal. And I think really, you know, just him just providing that energy, I think, brought – you know, that to the Sens team. I think everybody just kind of rallied around him, and uh, I think it showed. And that's the way they need to play going forward. They need to they need to build around that. And I think Ridley, you said it, Pilsy, the spark plug. Yeah, absolutely. I, I And honestly, he played better than my expectations. And uh, Ali Dez, thank you for the donation. They say absolute chaos leaving the arena tonight. Martian, you mentioned that storm. It's a doozy of a storm yeah. here uh, in the Blue People Mountains. People better be safe out there, Pilsy, because it's, I mean, I'm sure you're getting some snow too, but like it is a full-blown snow globe outside right now in Ottawa, Ontario. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, the snowboarder cool in me is stoked I, about that. Yeah, it's cool when you're at home, but like for those people who are out there driving, like I hope everybody just plays it cool and takes their time and because um, it's and has their snow tires on because holy crap, Pilsy, there's a ton of snow coming here. Yeah, it uh, it is wild, that's for sure. And um, hey, you know, a good way to get to and from the game safely and to not have more cars parked in that parking lot and getting in and out of there, Martian. Our friends over at the Gleep Central Pub, guys, they have a shuttle that picks you up at the pub. So go there, get your dinner, have a couple uh, beers before. Don't worry about drinking and driving. And you are able to take the shuttle. They leave an hour before each game and they take you right to the game. Keep on enjoying the game. Enjoy the win, especially an Ottawa Senators W is always better. And then the shuttle takes you right back to the pub so you can keep the party going. It's our friends over at the Glebe Central Pub and we love them because they're Sens fans just like you and I, and it shows. So head to the Glebe Central Pub at 779 Bank Street. Let them know that the Locked On Senators podcast sent you. And guys, we are not kidding around. We had our call with Glebe Central Pub for the Chris Neal reti- Jersey Retirement Night Martian. We've got some things planned. So take the day off work. <laughs> Get babysitters for the kids, whatever you got to do. This yep. is going to be one hell of a night at the Glebe Central Pub. So check them out, 70, 779 Bank Street. 
they are the postcast sponsor. All right, so at this point, Martian, in the game, it's 2-0 Ottawa, and this is not what this team needs. They're, it, the injury trouble is all over the board with this squad, and the goalies aren't playing well as it is, so mm -hmm. having Cam Talbot looks like he pulls a muscle or some some sort of kind of uh, tweaked lower yeah. body injury. Brandon Pillard, not a doctor. I'm not going to diagnose him, but it does sound like he's going to miss the next couple games here. That's tough, but Forsberg comes in halfway through, and I thought Forsberg had a really good game. How about you, Martian? Yeah, I mean, he came in cold, like you said, and he, he looked great. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, Cam Talbot, when you – for me, I, I look at that injury and and older goalie. You know when they tend to get those those uh, when they, the injuries they get are are usually pretty similar. And you're a Dominic Kasich fan, Pilsy. I'm thinking groin. <laughs> I thought you were going to say abductor. That's uh, that's the one uh, body oh, part geez. Ottawa Senators fans do not yeah, want no. to hear. Uh, goalie specifically, I'm thinking growing there. Kind of like he was very ginger, and that's usually yeah. the way that looks. So Yeah, because it, it would happen on a play where he stretched out just a little bit, and then it was obvious right away. He's like to the ref, like, no, some, something's wrong here. Yeah, that's my not-a-doctor diagnosis. The yeah. <laughs> And it's adductor, not abductor. I mean, I told you I'm not a doctor. I'm not out here naming body parts. I don't have the skeleton uh, <laughs> uh, set up behind me so I can point things out to you guys. But what I am is a Sens podcaster. So why don't I keep doing what I know how to do, Martian? And that <laughs> is talking about the Ottawa Senators. Uh, this next goal for the New York Islanders, this is kind of a... a a kind of disrupted play, a shot from the point gets blocked. It's a loose puck in skates. There's traffic all over. And Brock Nelson, this is what he's been doing for years. He's a power forward that is able to get in and get those loose pucks and battle for those hard to get to mm -hmm. areas. And he scoops up the puck and he scores. It's 2 1 New York Islanders at that point. Martian, are you worried about the Sens letting this one slip away or are you still pretty confident when this goal goes in? Uh, no, I wasn't really, and I, I actually like that goal too. In particular, I, I didn't think it was really anybody in anybody specific's fault. You know, I think you know if you're gonna look at one guy, maybe Debrinket got a little bit lost in his own end there, like kind of did a full 360 looking for a man, and then it, it kind of happened. But I really like, I mean, that was just a great pickup of the puck by Brock Nelson, and and he kind of scooted over through the traffic, like you said, and, and was able to put that home. And that's just a good veteran move. Um, but no, I wasn't too worried. I, I, they were just playing so solid, I think. Like, and you can tell when this team is having an on night and an off night. I, I feel like if you watch them enough, you kind of can, can get a very good sense for what they're able to do on that particular night. And uh, this, this night, I felt pretty good all the way through. One thing uh, no sense fan felt good about was that Austin Watson fight uh martian we've seen austin watson have some tough tough tilts but that's got to be the worst fight of his entire nhl career right i mean like there's I no way he's had a worse here too like and islanders the islanders have just scored it's a one goal game and you're going to take on matt martin who is probably the toughest guy on the islanders off the top of my head and he's a big boy and and we know what his fighting track record is like. And I, I know it's a, it's a good night for him personally. You know, it's a good milestone. It's a great personal yeah, milestone. Four years sober for Austin you know, Watson. He should be Big extremely deal. proud of that. Um, but that was just like a, a weird decision for me. Like he, he, like in that game, um, 
you know, putting putting his personal night aside, I think that maybe that was something he had, he'd wanted to do tonight, maybe just to get on the score sheet and, and do something for the team that he knows how to do. But timing-wise, that was just a bad decision, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, it didn't go well at all. He, I mean, he took three or four shots right in the face and went down like a sack of hammers, Pilsy. Uh, it wasn't – he landed nothing. He didn't set up at all. Um, it was a terrible fight, um, and if you're trying to get momentum for your team, that was the opposite of what you would want to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was. it's a big night for him, and uh, maybe in his head he's like, I know I want to get in a fight. He's out there with Matt Martin. They just get scored on. He's like, all right, I don't want the momentum to slip. This is my moment. I'm going to go for it. But Martin pops him in the jaw right away, like three seconds into the fight, and then Watson's just hanging on for dear life. He doesn't throw a single punch dodge a single punch or even block a single punch like Matt Martin is literally just feeding him so that's a tough one from Waddy's uh standpoint here Big time. but hey he's he's doing what he can he, he's yeah, crying out there he's that's, doing his thing that's out what there. you want <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean it's been backfire so we can't say it's anything too bad but yeah I mean jeez <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was tough for sure. And then the third period uh, starts, and Martian, I thought the New York Islanders did a, whatever they said in the dressing room. They did a really good job coming out hot in mm-hmm. this third period as they outshoot the Ottawa Senators 14-7 to in the third, so double up on them. But Forsberg, uh, in this third period, he yeah, was the guy cool. that really got it done for me. Like, he had so many good saves, especially... The Islanders pulled their goalie, and he has two big saves in the dying seconds. And the reason that's especially a big deal, Martian, is that group was out there for, I think, a minute and a half, maybe even close to two minutes as they were tired out there. So Forzy, not only making those saves, but covering up for a face-off and getting a change, clutch. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that, I mean, Forsberg in that third period just looked incredible, right? Like, that's that's... That's the kind of goaltending that this, this team needs when they when they do have those moments of, of you know lapsing um, defensively, they they need the goalie to step up. So it was, it was nice to be able to see that from him for sure. I'm, tr- I'm looking at Ross right now in the comments. I don't know what's going on in there, but uh, distracted me for a second. But <laughs> <laughs> Ross is uh, out there policing the streets, Martian. Um, so yeah. you already yeah. had your Sen Central standout. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and pick out mine. It's between two people here. You know what? I'm going to go with Jake Sanderson because Jake Sanderson is really picking things up lately. I thought Shabbat had a, a pretty decent game here. I was going to say he's had to step up with Shabbat kind of slumping, but I thought Shabbat bounced back. And you know what? I didn't love this going into this game. But yeah. I thought that Shabbat Holden pair actually did all right. Now, yeah. is that's is that sustainable going forward? Uh, I want to see Holden's time on ice here. Eight, 19 minutes, so not insane there. That's something you no. manage. Is it sustainable moving forward? Maybe not, but it looked no. good tonight. I think, I mean, Holden kind of embraced that role, I feel like. He really, I, I feel like, actually, now that I'm thinking of it, 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 you know, he had a really good game, I think, for him. And, um, you know, he had that one play where he drove to the net with it and yeah. was confident with the puck. Um, maybe he just like was like, oh, I'm get I get to play with the best defenseman on the team for once. Like maybe I can I take advantage of this. So it was good to see Holden, you know, giving that extra effort because I feel like he was another one of those guys who stepped up tonight with a different role. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes a whole team to get a win, especially a gutsy two-one win up against the Islanders. And Sens fans in Van, thank you for the donation. He just says, Greg, positive Pillsy. 
Please. All right. I like all, all those words are great words. So we love that from Sens fans in Van. And yeah, I'll, I'll keep going on Sanderson here. He has two assists on the night. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did a really good job. He has one shot, one block, plays 23 minutes and 10 seconds, only 18 seconds less than Thomas Shabbat there. So Jake Sanderson, we talk about really Greg having a really good performance as a rookie. Jake Sanderson has done this time and time again in uh, his short NHL career. So honestly, Martian, this is what we want to see. Look at this. We have both have a Send Central standout presented by the Glebe Central Pub. Both our players are 2020 draft picks. It's awesome. Cool. What do you know? Yeah, I guess that draft wasn't too bad after all. And we didn't even mention the guy who's a, a point-per-game player, who's the number one center, <laughs> also just turned 21 years old. So um, that draft isn't looking too bad after all, Pilsy. And this, this second wave of guys, you know, after after the Chucks and the Norrises and the Bathersons of the world, we have these, you know, the second wave of guys from 2020 who are all coming out of nowhere. And I guess not out of nowhere, but... They're, they're coming in hot, all of them. Uh, so far, none of them have really faltered. And, and I mean, Greg specifically here coming in, that first game, as far as debuts go, is so impressive, man. It's so fun to watch when a young guy can come in and step up and do that. Because um, we've seen him do all kinds of dominance in different levels, but never at the NHL level other than the, in the preseason, I guess you could say, that that last game he had <laughs> since he got Oh, started. Ross and I got front row seats to that. And speaking of yeah, dominance... Exactly. Eight shots on goal is tied for an NHL record most shots in day in a debut. I mean, fair. Eight fair shots enough. on goal is incredible regardless, let alone your very first night in the NHL. So good things to come for Ridley Gregg, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Martian, while we're on Ridley Gregg, I know it's only been one game. I know the hype train is through the roof right now, but... Yeah. How are you feeling about him moving forward? Do you think uh, this is something that he should stay on this line, getting uh, top six minutes? Don't go back to down to Belleville. Like, where are you at with Ridley Gregg? Again, it's early. We're one game yeah. in here, but it's too juicy of a topic to just let it sit there. I know. And with his debut, it, it begs the question, like, do we ever see him go back to the AHL again? Right? Like, Because if he keeps playing like this, the answer is hell no. Because, you know, the way he performed, he was one of their best players tonight. If he keeps that up... There's no way in hell they're going to send him back. And, and Troy Mann's going to be crying because he's going to be like, oh, you know, there goes another great young player that I had at my disposal for a little playoff run here but in the AHL. But no, man, like, absolutely. Ridley Gregg, um, you know, they, they could keep him around here. I, I think you got to keep him on that line, especially at least for the next game, see how it goes. I like the balance that they have going right now with, I know, Joseph up on the top line. Um, him and Kachuk have played together before and, and – so that worked out. I, I like the balance that they have going, and, and yeah. it showed on the score sheet, right? Those low-scoring games aren't games that they were winning before, and, and maybe this makes a difference. And I think, honestly, here, here's something, too, is, is I think Pinto defensively is, is, has been solid all season, you know, playing with Batherson, and I think he does cover up a little bit of Batherson's mistakes sometimes defensively because he always seems to be in the right position, you know, getting back. And for me, Batherson, he just takes tough changes and, and he he kind of bails out defensively for me. And I think Pinto kind of, you know, on the third line with a guy like him, I think it could go really well because that's some great secondary scoring with those two guys. So uh, I know it seems like a, a bit of a punishment for Batherson, maybe not being in the, in the, in the quote-unquote top six, but... 
Um, no, I, 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 yeah, I like the balance. So I think keep this going to answer your question long-windedly. Sorry. Oh, no need to apologize, man. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think having Pinto and Batherson on a third line role is the right thing to do right now. Cause sure. Batherson is racking up the points, but a lot of those were on the power play and he's just getting shelled defensively, uh, five on five and Shane Pinto, he's not a top six centerman, at least not yet. And I mean, it's not easy to be a top six centerman in this league. So that's not a knock on him at all. And I think, like you said, it balances out the scoring a little bit. Although, not going to lie, didn't see a lot of jump from the Brady, Timmy, Joseph line. And Martian, you and I are Brady Shots warriors. And this was a disappointing one for for, uh, that bet over at FanDuel. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it'll take a, a couple minutes for them, to, you know, maybe a couple games for them to get uh, back acclimated to how each other plays. Joseph, I know he's been struggling this year, so maybe it's, you know, it was a little bit of a lightning in the bottle situation at the end of last year when he was basically a point-per-game guy um, playing with Kachuk. So I, I, maybe I, it's just going to take some time maybe for them to find the chem, but hopefully they can because, I mean, the rest of the lineup looks really solid so far. Yeah, absolutely. Now, a final uh, final kind of topic here. Yes, the Ottawa Senators do win 2-1, but the Talbot injury cannot be overlooked here, Marsh. And I, I know this season's kind of a lost season, so it's not as detrimental as if you're in a wild card race here. But the problem is, and the Ottawa Senators, I don't it doesn't matter what they do, uh, Martian, every year they have goaltending issues. Like we've already seen uh, a Magnus Helberg waiver wire insurance pickup here, and they might be in that position again because Camp Talbot's going to miss the next three games, it sounds like. And the issue is Mad Sogard is also injured, and I'm not sure what's up with Antoine Bebo. Uh, I, I don't know where Bebo. he's at. I think, yeah, you got to toss it in there. Uh, I think maybe he's injured, um, so he's not available. So Kevin Mandelacy is the only goalie that can come up to the NHL. And you got a back-to-back up against mm-hmm. Toronto and Montreal coming up here. And the tandem is going to be Forsberg and Kevin Mandelacy. Excuse me. Who are you starting next game? I believe the next <laughs> game is up against the Leafs in Toronto. Do you go I mean, with Forsberg right, right no, away Forsberg just because that's the tougher matchup? Forsberg's going to play both of those games. You think? Yeah. There's, uh, there, Kevin Mandelese can't can't start a game in the NHL right now. I don't, I don't feel like, and I love Mando, and he's your he's your doppelganger. <laughs> Isn't that what people say? A little say? bit, yeah. I mean, he's uh, that's a compliment for me and an uh, uh, insult to him, but I'll take okay. it. Well, I mean, Pilsy, he, yeah. I, I mean, I, I love Mando, but I, I don't I don't think he's ready for that kind of action yet. Uh, but do you put Forsberg? Forsberg already played half of this game, and then a back to back. What if he gets hurt? Well, I mean, you just pray he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lalines Martian putting the hands together and, and praying here. Yeah, no, I, I man, I, I don't think that. It, I mean, unless they end up claiming someone off waivers, like you said, which I, it, it, if somebody comes available, then by all means. But I mean, what's Belleville going to do without Mendelaze? What are they going to do? I mean, uh, Troy, man, like you said, he's losing Ridley, Greg. He, he's going to – I think Ottawa, they called up – over <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'll strap up the pads here. Um, but uh, they called up uh, Flodell, who's a guy who's uh, kind of had spot starts for them before. So, I mean, it's going to be tough for um, the Belleville Senators. But uh, I got to well, get maybe, to this comment I, I, here, though. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, we'll wrap this say, up. 
just maybe maybe Talbot will be okay, right? Like you never know. Like, let's let's not say it's going to be a long term thing yet. I think I don't think it's going to be long term. No, no. Yeah, you might have just tweaked something and just not felt right for the night, and then after a few days, it could feel better. You never know. So I think it's possible that he could be back in action too. So. Yeah, I mean, definitely fingers crossed that he has a speedy recovery. And uh, speaking of that, uh, assistant coach for the Ottawa Senators battling with uh, ALS right now. And this is a great comment by Steve Mm. G. Thanks for the $5 donation. And speaking of donations, he says, LOSP, I will match your ALS donation up to $100 deal. Steve, we got a deal. Send us uh, the receipt of you making that donation. And um, make sure we shouted it out on the pod. Uh, we'll try to find it. But the Jones family did mention a specific foundation that they encourage people to donate to. So, Steve, if you're doing that, please uh, check out. I believe the Ottawa Senators had it in their article, which charity that is. Make your donation. Send us the receipt and we will match and also or a screenshot of the receipt of your donation. And we will match and also. Uh, I, I, think, I think I think I think. We have to make the donation first, Pilsy. That's what he's saying. We make the donation. He matches whatever. Oh, okay. Well, hey, it it doesn't matter who shoots first here. It's both for a good cause. So he'll match whatever you put in. So it does matter. You gotta. Well, we're we're gonna do a hundred. Let's do a hundred. I will. uh, We'll we'll get that done, Steve, (laughs) and uh, we'll make sure to do that because it is a is important cause here as ALS, a very serious thing to deal with, and we wish all the best for uh jones and the jones family for sure absolutely yeah that's a terrible disease man yeah it's tough um so moving forward the ottawa centers get the 2-1 win ridley greg with his epic debut eight shots on cole an, an assist on the power play to none other than his childhood idol in claude Giroux. so I mean, these are the kind of things, Martian, when your team is struggling like this, these are the kind of stories you want and uh, we can latch on to here because that's just such a fun moment. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, these are the kind of things, exactly. And we've got to take it one game at a time here now, Pilsy. And I, I love DJ Smith's comments today where somebody asked him about the playoffs and he said, I will not even be talking about the playoffs until, you know, you know, we're just going to take this thing one game at a time at this point. And I mean – Say what you will about that. That might be bowing out a little bit, but um, that's literally the mentality they need to have. Uh, they can't. They can't be looking too far ahead here. They just gotta. They just gotta win games if if that's what they really want to do. And um, yeah, so for us, we just gotta do the same thing. And so moments like tonight with Ridley Gregg, um, that's what we gotta cling on to, and that's the fun stuff we get to talk about. So that's that makes it cool. Exactly. Yeah, I was so fired up when that happened because uh, it meant that Positive Pillsy had a chance to peek through the curtain uh, after <laughs> yeah, after this tough stretch to be an Ottawa Senators fan. But the good thing is that we are with you every step of the way. Thanks to the 176 people in the chat. The comments are firing off as crazy. Thank you to everyone that made donations. We appreciate that. Definitely. Uh, if you're feeling uh, generous and charitable, go find that ALS charity and donate along with us. It's a, it's a great cause and sends fans. There's one thing we do. We're passionate and we band together. There's been lots of charity uh, kind of pushes from the Sense community in the past. Let's keep that going. That's a good part of the community. So for myself, Brandon Pillar, for my good friend, Lilims Martian at Lilims Martian, we say goodnight after a 2-1 
Ottawa Senators victory over the New York Islanders. And we will have another episode of the Locked On Senators podcast bright and early tomorrow morning. It's your team every day.